0: Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is Jennifer Sandago. She is a former Miss Pennsylvania U.S. international. She is an actor, model, and pageant contestant. She has had the privilege of being signed with a modeling agency for several years, even had the opportunity to model on the Wendy. Williams show. She has so much experience, so much knowledge to provide to you. She also is really concerned about in this time of need to donate money to the food banks. So we're going to talk about that too. So you better stay tuned. And welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Paul. How are you?
0: Fine, good. How are you doing today, Jennifer?
1: Pretty good. Pretty excited.
0: Good, good. Well, I it's always um, awesome to have um, a really well-rounded um, interviewer on the uh, on the show. Someone who has dabbled both in front of the camera, modeling, and pageant contesting. So um, I was really excited to bring you on the show and and really um, have you tell your story because I know there's a lot of people that would love to be able to accomplished all three goals that you've accomplished and i would love yeah and i'd love for you to just give a little bit of insight on maybe some of the pitfalls and uh, what um you should look for so i'm how early did you get into to being the superstar you know were you doing sports or were you doing acting or like how how did it all start so, um,
1: I would definitely say it started probably around, I was a 14. Well, I've always wanted to get into modeling. Um, the acting realm wasn't really for me, but I definitely wanted to be on stage, um, from a very young age. So I would say maybe like seven, I, I thought about joining, but you know, with the circumstances, um, my family couldn't, we couldn't afford it. So, um, my first official pageant when I was able to get into uh pageantry was at 17. And the first time I ever joined a modeling agency was at 14. So,
0: um, what was the experience, yeah. um, of being signed by an agency that young, did you understand that or, um, or comprehend like what you were getting yourself into?
1: So prior to that, believe it or not, it was actually a tomboy, um, I was very sporty, and I didn't even know what eyeliner was, <laughs> so when I first got into modeling, I, first I went to modeling school, and they were teaching us about, you know, hair and makeup and how to walk and how to present ourselves on stage, and being so young, I definitely had a lower self-esteem. Since uh, I was a tomboy, I didn't feel girly enough, but little by little, I started breaking out of my shell, and... Once, you know, I did my first fashion show, I felt, you know, that's really something I want to do. And definitely it is something that I I still do to this day, although I do it part time. I still like to make time for for fashion and and the modeling world and industry.
0: How did the like the fashion show come about? Is that something that you just happened to um, run? You found on on a website or or social media or or. Did you have a local friend that that told you about it?
1: So it was actually through the modeling agency that I went to gotcha. modeling school in and they needed models and uh that was I think I would say my first fashion show, official fashion show was like fifteen. Um but that that was a very it was a very nice nice experience. Um I always consider myself like the nerdy girl. So being on stage in like heels and a dress was very, very different. Like I couldn't even walk in heels, but I definitely did a lot of research. I looked online and I, I especially would look into the Victoria's Secret models and I literally admired all their walks. So I would practice and practice and honestly, it, it just, it finally came to me, um, after modeling though, I definitely decided that I wanted to do pageantry. So every time I would watch Miss Universe. So I'm actually, I'm 100% Hispanic, but I am a mixed Hispanic. So I have three cultures integrated in me. So Dominican, Puerto Rican, and then I was raised in the United States. So in my culture, pageantry is huge. So Coming from two different cultures, you know, there's a lot of rivalry in my house. So my mom would be like, "Well, my country is gonna win," and then my dad would be like, "Well, my country has more crowns." And oh. uh, wow, <laughs> so <laughs> okay, and they're still they're still married.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, isn't that sounds like a um uh? It's a it's just good, you know. Good rivalry usually adds to to good um um spiciness when it comes to anything because uh when it when there's nothing you can compete for there's there's no passion so
1: agreed um i definitely i'm very proud to be you know coming from a, a diverse culture i i have two cultures and i've always been I, well, I've always grown up to accept other cultures, um, you know, I'm diverse myself, um, even my dogs, whenever I get a dog, I ask them, is my is the dog mixed? <laughs> because I feel like I identify with them. And no one ever wants uh, mixed breeds. And I, you know, I want them. I, I love all animals. So.
0: Well, do you do that the same when you, when you seek a significant other than two?
1: Oh, what? I'm sorry.
0: Do you do the same thing when you seek a significant other than two?
1: I'm sorry, I couldn't understand the last do, word you said.
0: So do you do the same when you're looking for a significant other too?
1: Oh, a significant other? No, I'm very open-minded when it comes okay. to dating. Okay. Um, I've, I will date outside my race. I'll date within. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I'm mostly just looking for a value, key points, um, things that a man has, you know, the character. Those things are more important to me.
0: Mm-hmm. so i I wanted to ask you so you you said that you you did one fashion show independently you did one show through an agency was the fashion show that you remember any way different than the one that was set up through agency was it still run professionally or was it or was it totally a different world like was there more makeup artists or or you know better dresses or is it, is, it just, is there something different when you work with an agency? Is it a a bigger production? I guess is is what I'm asking.
1: Um, it really depends on the client. So usually clients go to a modeling agency and they're looking for models. And once they have their models, you know, it can be for bridal or it can be for high fashion. Um, I usually don't get booked for high fashion because I'm not considered tall enough. So I am five seven. Um, so, I'm right there. Usually, they book girls that are 5'8 and, and taller. Not always, not necessarily always, but um, that's usually what they, they want. Um, so, um, it really just depends on the client. Like, the most first pageant I did was very casual, laid back. We did our own hair and makeup. Um, and then the most recent, I would say, would be the Wendy show. Um, that one was, it was a live show and there were makeup artists there, you know, we had someone uh, measuring our, our, you know, our, our body, making sure that their outfits they had would fit us properly. So we had, it was actually a two day event. We'll go in for a fitting. And then the following day, wake up early morning. I remember getting to New York, it was like four in the morning and I had to be there for hair and makeup. If I'm not mistaken. It was like five, five 30. Then
0: be ready for the show at nine. Well, I mean, was that, um, like a breakthrough moment for you to have that experience to do, um, a runway show on a television, uh, daytime television? Is that something that you've always been seeking to do or, uh, it was just a once in a lifetime opportunity it was so exciting. Like,
1: um, so honestly it was unexpected. Uh, believe it or not, I didn't know about the Wendy Show until I was told that if I wanted a model for the Wendy show so it was it all kind of just happened. Um, I was actually working at a TV station. I was working at for Univision for about a year and a half or two years and I in, met in a girl Washington and Univision yes. So, um, I, I used to do the commercials and I used to put the commercials on television and make sure that everything was going to air at the right time.
0: But the, you know, but you, you work at the Washington office.
1: Uh, no, I worked actually out of the South New Jersey office. Okay.
0: St- okay oh, you were still, okay. So you're working in the New Jersey. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. No, I,
1: yeah, I was not anymore, but I did that for a year and a half. So I actually made a connection there. Um, with another girl from that also worked in the division, but she would work out of the New York office and you know she was new and I, I was trying to help her understand like okay this is what we need to do and this is what we need to do like through chat and she was like you're such a nice person and I was like thank you and she she started asking me random questions like, well, how tall are you? And what are your sizes? And I told her, and she's like, do you model? And I told her, sometimes I do. And she's actually the one that got me to go on the Wendy show. This actually wasn't through a modeling agency. It was just through, through um, word of mouth, honestly.
0: Well, that's awesome. So mm-hmm. do you – do you – contribute a lot of your modeling success to your agency or just through good networking like you did this time
1: i would say it's a little bit of both uh it's mostly networking um i don't do it full time so i haven't done um as much as i would have liked to in the modeling industry um it's only like a handful of events that i've done but um it's it's been a a bit of both yes definitely
0: okay So you said 9, 10, you get into modeling, and then you start doing pageants. Were you Mm -hmm. competing in the teen pageants at that point?
1: Yes. So my first pageant was the 17, and it was for the uh, National American Miss. Um, I competed uh, in Pennsylvania, and I didn't win. Um, I realized you know the first pageant you're coming in you you're looking around and you're so new you're kind of just doing things as you go like rehearsals they're like we have to do this and you're like okay I'll do that but I wasn't fully prepared I kind of just went there for the thrill and the experience which I'm grateful for because through that then I realized well I need to work on my interview skills or you know I feel like I need to Work a little bit more on, you know, my on-stage presence. So although I didn't win, I did get second place for the modeling competition.
0: That's that's, that that's big. That's big, especially coming as a newbie. That's huge.
1: It was. It was. I was very excited. I re- really was. Um, You know, I was a little devastated. I didn't get called into the top, but they did give us awards, and I did win that award. And I remember going back home and thinking, like, you know, this is something that I, I really feel... I felt that I was good at it, and I went in there without knowing what was going to happen, and I was very proud and, and very grateful that for that opportunity.
0: Well, the other thing that you had kept on saying is that you were a tomboy. So, for yes. <laughs> for you to get an award in in that specific category, did that emotionally um give you some um like? Like, a wake-up call, like, yeah, like, I'm doing, I'm on the right path. Did you feel that way? I know you, you said that you, you felt you could do better, and you were, but did you, were reflecting back on it as you had more time, did you feel like you're on the right path?
1: Um. So, with beauty pageants, they're very big on, like, hair and makeup. Um, being that I was a tomboy for such a long time, I didn't know anything about makeup, so... <clears throat> And, you know, I would look at the other girls and they, they knew how to do their hair. They knew how to do their makeup. So it definitely was a, a moment where I realized, like, you know, maybe I can improve on certain skills. not necessarily change who I am as a person, but, um, you know, just, you know, I guess you could say, like, be a little girlier, be more comfortable in my own skin, um, like be more feminine and it's okay to be sexy and confident at the same time. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's definitely something I realized at a young age.
0: So for your listeners that are tomboys and they want to break out of that show, because there's nothing wrong with being a tomboy if they want to, but they want to break out of no. the show. Um, what, what are, what is your advice? Because you, you really transitioned really really successfully and you even like you said you got in front of the camera. so what was what do you think led you to the point where you were at that point at 17 where you were finally on stage?
1: Um, honestly uh, my advice would be just you know you have to feel comfortable in your own skin. Um, I don't want to tell someone to break out of the tomboy phase. Um, I broke out of the tomboy phase at 15. Um, I just, you know, I wanted to feel sexier and more comfortable in my skin because, you know, you're getting older and, you know, you're already developing into becoming a woman and being a tomboy is, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I was definitely a sporty girl and there are many girls who are competing in like softball and um,
0: track and field softball right.
1: feel. Exactly. And, you know, going into the pageantry world, it's it's like, people think it's a complete opposite, but it's really not. Like most of the girls in pageants, you know, they, most of them didn't know how to do their hair and makeup. And it's just a competition, something that they want to do, like a challenge. And you go in, you have to be yourself. Like you, you can't go in there and try to be different person and say, okay, well I was a Tomboy for so long. Now I have to change who I am. Like not at all. You just have to be your authentic self and really go into a pageant with a platform and and ideas and goals and what do you want to do with the title once you are a title holder? That's mostly what pageantry is looking for, not necessarily like a girly girl. So if if a girl does want to break out of it, I mean it is if it is her decision um you know just practicing heels how to walk or like look up YouTube videos like how to do your hair makeup and uh, aside from that I think it's it is there least, any as confidence long as you feel comfortable well mm-hmm. is
0: there a confidence thing that you would sh- like you know because you could still dress the same way but is there mm-hmm. is is there an emotional component to it at all?
1: Well for me honestly um and this may not be every girl but you know when I do my hair and I do my makeup I do feel like 10 times sexier and I feel like oh my gosh I can take on the world I feel put together and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that um same thing with uh with makeup like some people wear tons of makeup and they want to hide their their flaws or they feel like they have imperfection for me it's more of like a highlight like just highlighting your beauty and enhancing um, your confidence. That's pretty much just what it is. It's, It's not changing who you are at all.
0: I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, mid Atlantic video and photography productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now, let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. See, it's... I... I Absolutely agree with you. It, it's so important to, to have someone like yourself, Jennifer, to um, to to be able to tell these young girls that you know confidence comes in so many role in so many ways, and uh, um, you know people people look to so many people for role models, and and you've you've taken this path and you you have so much success. It's um it's really important to hear role models say that you know you. you you can take the path that works for you and you can still be successful. So.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, Honestly, I, my take on it is I feel like everyone has something to offer in this world. Um, Everyone is born with a different talent. Uh, They're unique in their own way. Like you, for example, photography is your thing. And maybe you have other talents that we don't know about, but, um, you know, I got, like, I may be great on camera, but I may not be so great at, you know, editing the footage, and, but we have someone in this world who is, so I I feel like everyone has an input in this world, and, you know, everything happens for a reason, everyone has a place on earth.
0: I mean, I think that's just a great way to to think in life, because um, the other way to think that that certain people don't have a role is a really bad way to look at it. So it just shows that, that you have a big heart and uh, you're willing to give anyone an opportunity. So I I appreciate you promoting that type of mentality because uh, that type of mentality makes a much better um, world for everyone to live in. So
1: thank you. Um, Especially like being a a pageant girl, I've learned it, most people feel that all beauty queens are a certain way and that's not it at all you're going to meet the most amazing women in the pageantry world Um, women who are determined who are, are driven who come from all different backgrounds and we're all in there celebrating the same exact thing, which is women's rights, women's movements, women empowerment. Um, You have women that are going in there who went to law school and you have other girls in there who are going to med school. Um, You have other girls who are talented makeup artists and, you know, you just, it's more of like a networking event, I would like to call it, I wouldn't so much want to say a competition. Because if you go into a pageant thinking that it's a competition, you're you're not going to gain much out of it. You know, this is a time for you to network and see what your neighbor is doing. Um, a perfect example, I would say, um, was like, just a few weeks ago. So I'm, I actually do social work now. And with the whole COVID-19 happening, there are so many people that I work with who have lost their jobs. And the sad part is, is just, you know, they don't have food to feed their families. So my role right now is, you know, recollecting food from people. And one of the girls that I compete with actually told me like, Jen, if you need anything, please let me know, like we're willing to donate. Um, She connected me to a group chat on Facebook and I went on the group chat and I found so many resources for my clients who didn't have food. And, you know, that's something that I'm very grateful for, you know, just that having that connection made a big difference in someone's life
0: well it's awesome that you've found something so passionate that you can make such a difference uh in your in your short life do you feel that you found this passion because of all the things you've learned in life or do you think you were predetermined to work in the field that you're in now
1: so I've always been a person who's giving and I always want to give back to my community. So being in this field is very rewarding. Um, I do also do real estate on the side and I, you know, I like, I like having multiple sources of income per se. I don't like just depending on just one source of income. So I, you know, I look for, I always do like part-times here and part-times there and, But that's just my personality. Most people just want to focus on one thing. But for me, it works because I have a flexible schedule with social work. And then with the real estate, I also have a flexible schedule. So it all kind of just ties in together and plays out perfectly.
0: Well, you know, diversifying, they say, in in life and in your money is always important. So it sounds like you're on the right path there. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Uh, so you, you're, I, to me, it sounds like you did very successfully in your first pageant, but you felt that, that you didn't, you didn't do well into your own words. How, what did you, pers- what did you decide to go forward at that point? Did you do another pageant right away? Did you wait a year?
1: Um, um so right after that pageant, I actually went straight to college I did four years in college and I, I took a break. Um, I like to think that the women who go and compete in a pageant and are balancing schoolwork at the same time, you know, it's, everything is very difficult. So I was also working full time when I was in college. So I took, I took a break. I wanted to focus on my studies. Once I was done, I said, I have to come back. So I competed for the Miss USA system. Um, again, I did terrible on my interview and, um, do you feel After that you that. know
0: why you did bad in your interview?
1: Yes. So for me, the hardest thing was public speaking, and you know a lot of people don't like to talk about their flaws um, on a podcast. But I'm, you know, oh, I'm I mean, you don't, you can be vague. <laughs> I,
0: I, I, I'm not. This isn't ex. This isn't a, a gotcha. Where this is really, like <laughs> I said, this is really just to help other people. So I mean,
1: okay. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not ashamed to talk about it, but I definitely felt that I needed to polish my public speaking skills. Um in college I did very well doing presentations and throughout high school I always did very well. But when it came to being in a scenario where I was being judged, I was definitely very intimidated. So, I took a break, um like a couple months break and I started getting coaching for interviews. And I, you know, honestly, getting a coach is the best thing ever, because you yourself can look at yourself in a mirror and see what you're doing and point out, okay, this is what I'm doing wrong. And maybe I need to polish this. But when you have someone who's a professional, who's, you know, been there done that, they'll, they're going to tell you, well, you know, not necessarily change who you are as a person, but. I think if we go towards this path, you know, and talk more about this, um, it's mostly just bringing out something within yourself that you don't see. And that's what the coach does. So that was in 2015. I took a small break and then I did another pageant and I actually uh, represented Pennsylvania on a national level. So then I went to Miss uh, U.S. International um, and I, I I definitely felt like, you know, my interview skills were so great. My confidence was so much better just because I felt like I can talk to people now. I can talk to the judges and they're regular people. It's not it shouldn't be as intimidating as as most people view it as.
0: Now, did you specifically hire a pageant coach or did you hire uh, a speaking coach?
1: I I hired a pageant coach. Um, I kind of did a little bit of both. I wanted to integrate walking, talking, on stage presence. I wanted someone who knew the full package.
0: Gotcha. Um.
1: So I did work with um. uh like two coaches. I would say a former title holder and also a walking coach. And that did help me tremendously. You may think you know how to walk, but maybe you don't know how to pose. And maybe you look better from a different angle. And everything is just about presenting yourself to the best of your abilities, not changing who you are, just pinpointing the important things that you want the judges to know about you.
0: I love the saying, dress for the job you want and not the job you have. So yes. that's, it's exactly, <laughs> that's, very true. That, that's, I mean, I mean, I can, I can show, I can, uh, throw out, um, uh, sayings all the time, but you have to, you also have to follow through with it too. So if, absolutely. so, I mean, basically what you're saying is exactly, exactly that, you know, you wanted to, you wanted to win. So you hired someone who already won a national title. So, I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's just so important. What was that experience? One winning a title and then one winning a state title that you got to compete for a national title. What was that total experience going from never having a title to winning a state title and then uh, competing at a national level?
1: So it's, it's an amazing experience. And, you walk in there and you're seeing girls from different states and, you know, we're all there for the same purpose, but we all diff- live in different areas. And, you know, I, I just think it's awesome how, you know, just thinking like, oh, there's a Miss California, you know, I've never been to California. You know, you learn about the state, you learn about her, that person is an individual or, um, you know, like Minnesota or Michigan, uh, Mich- Michigan, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I think it's very very cool at least for me because I'm a big traveler so I love learning about every state. And I just think it's cool that you know just there's other girls out there with the same views and goals that you have. They just happen to live at a different location. They're just 3,000 miles away. But um is it your goal
0: it, I'm sorry. Uh sorry, I, go ahead. You 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 mentioned something I just want So is is it your is it your, your goal to basically travel to all um uh continent states or all 50 states then
1: absolutely i really do i really would like to visit all 50 states and i would like to go to all seven continents honestly um i'm very big on submerging myself and other cultures and learning about it um the most recent place i went to was canada and i absolutely fell in love with canada um like you have no idea how much i love this the the country um
0: they're just so nice aren't they
1: they are everyone there is so nice um you know there's a lot of people who are very diverse just like me and i i really i really loved canada it's like a
0: special pixie dust that's just sprinkled around there uh,
1: it definitely reminds me of the United States a lot. Uh, it's just a lot colder
0: <laughs> I know i mean my uh my argument is that um if it wasn't for the uh, winters um with their uh universal health care and uh, um, very um, new policy of um four twenty friendly um I think it'd be a country that would um be very uh happy to live in, so that you know.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like uh Canada is very advanced, um in that sense of what you're mentioning, um I was one of the there was also I think the first woman who or transgender woman to ever compete in a pageant was actually in Canada, and um you know I just I just love how how advanced they are socially acceptable acceptance is there you know in it's d- like definitely
0: the, it's like the country that. It most real um like t- ties to Europe, they're, they're like Europe, but they have North American like ideals. So like they have some European like customs, but then like being nice to people and like having universal health care. But then like you know, you know they have you know they a lot. They're wealthy and they have money, you know, and they live you know, but they're just too cold. <laughs> you know they're just too cold. It is cold. I
1: know. I actually have a cousin that lives there, and um, one of my favorite things about Canada is that literally almost everyone in Canada speaks two or more languages. That's another reason why
0: it's more like a European uh, country. Yeah. So,
1: so um, I actually have a cousin who speaks English and Spanish, and she married a man there who speaks Turkish Turkish and French. And her daughters now speak four languages, which I think is amazing. They speak Turkish, French, Spanish, and English. And I am just like, wow, like I wish I could speak four languages. (laughs) Like it would be so nice if I could speak French, but
0: I do only speak two. (laughs) I I keep on reading and hearing that the more languages you learn, the more brain capacity that your brain is able to to understand more things. And so, I mean – I assume that's correct. I mean, it makes sense to me. Um, and it, to me, it makes you sound. I mean, at least at the at the at the at the little, it sound it makes you sound more worldly. Just to to be able to do two or three languages for sure.
1: I agree, I agree. The more honestly, the more you learn, the the better. Um, I'm never close minded about getting new knowledge, or. Um, you know, obtaining new information, uh, especially when it comes to learning about other cultures, for sure.
0: So you're at the nat national pageant. You're just absolutely f- fascinated by all of the states, learning about them. What what else happened at the? Um, is is there a real difference between that that local or or that state pageant compared to that national pageant? Just the way it's held or the people how the people are
1: yes so it's it's a big difference um so coming out of your state pageant you know it's just one weekend um sometimes it's even just a day but getting there you're there for an entire week and it's just a lot of rehearsals you wake up early in the morning so call time was sometimes six in the morning other times it was at seven in the morning. So I would have to wake up at four or at three in the morning to do my hair and makeup to be ready for the photo shoot or for rehearsals. Um, Your day is pretty much planned for you throughout. So you're getting out of your room at six and you probably won't go back until like 9 p.m. And then you have to wake up the next day and do it all over again. So it's definitely a lot more challenging and you have to be mentally prepared for that kind of competition but honestly at the end of the day when you leave you just feel like wow you know I will do it all over again because you just meet so many people and it's mostly about the friendships you make it's not so much about who's walking away with a title although you know walking away the title is awesome and would be <laughs> you know obviously we all want that but in the long run, like realistically speaking, there's only going to be one girl walking away at the crown. So just make the best of it while you're there.
0: And this is the title that you held for U.S. I, I, what was the, the U.S. what?
1: International. Okay. So
0: okay. You'd see this is the international pageant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how did you place at internationals? I didn't
1: place. Okay. Um, I. You know, I definitely felt that um, it was more of an experience for me and just meeting other girls. Um, Of course, you know, you want a place and you want to give it your all, but I went in there and I said, okay, I literally did everything in my power and everything that I, I could give on stage, I did and I gave it. And, you know, I can just walk away just saying, I'm very happy with my performance and what I did. You know, what people say is, usually there's, like, five or six, seven judges, and they're all different people with different views, and these seven judges may pick a different girl than another seven set of judges, you know, may pick. So, um, yeah, definitely just walk in there, do the best you can, and don't worry about are they going to pick me or not.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So, coming back, were you even more invigorated to really help your community and make a change now that you had all these other uh, connections now?
1: Yes. Um, I I actually work with, with NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And I also work closely with MHA, which is the National um, Mental Health Association. And our goal is just to target even if it's just one person get the word out explain to people you know the importance of being mentally stable um, finding help if you need help of not being ashamed of it um my role is to educate people on the numbers and you know most people don't know like you know one in four Americans do suffer from a mental illness but most people don't want to talk about it because it's you know, they, they feel like they're they'll be frowned upon or they'll be judged. And I just want people to know that there's someone fighting a battle that you don't know. Not everyone posts their um, struggles. You know, their down moments and their struggles on social media. And uh, that's also another reason why I definitely feel like people should take social media breaks. Um, You know, focus on a goal on yourself. Like, for me, I definitely took a social media break um, after my recent pageant. because I wanted to focus more on real estate and, you know, going online and I'm just distracting myself. (laughs) Well,
0: I noticed on your Instagram specifically, you you trimmed down your photos. Is that kind of a mental thing that you've done or you just like to have your highlights or is that, um, how do you, how do you rectify that personally? Is that, um, just so you show a certain image or is that a combination of all of that?
1: So on my social media, I, I mostly want to focus on like bringing awareness. So I have made posts about, um, uh, me going to schools and talking, talking to students, um, I I mostly like to use it as as a that um, posing positive posting positive quotes and giving people those positive affirmations. That's mostly what my social media is about. Um, I don't really like to get too personal on there, um, just because I'm very private with with my life, like my dating life, my um, all that sense. I just wanted to use it as a positive tool, a positive network to reach out to other people.
0: Um, I agree with you as well because yeah. um, giving them more information only um, fuels the fire. So if you give them more, if you give them a little bit of information, then people just want more. So you should, if you truly are focused on on those certain topics, then might as well just take the influence that you have and then focus on it. Then, then all of the peripheral stuff that might distraction like boyfriends and relationships and girlfriend drama and all that kind of stuff so
1: for sure um and i'm not like one of those girls that only posts pictures when i'm dolled up like you know today i did five miles and i posted a picture without makeup my hair is all messed up and you know i'm not afraid to do that because in the end that's what i look like and this is who i am and i should be proud of that
0: do you encourage um girls to uh do the non-makeup day um, and, and, and to go and, and to, to like promote that, that, you know, either go to school or, or, post it, or, I mean, if, if you're not a posting person, like you're, you're not encouraging on your social media to post all that kind of stuff all the time, but, uh, at least take a break from it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I honestly don't wear makeup as often. People think that because I'm a pageant girl, I leave my house with a full set of makeup on and my hair done. Honestly, I do my hair once a week on Sundays. Um, And this during quarantine, you know, I haven't been wearing any makeup for work. I don't wear any makeup. You know, I do social work and I interact with with people every day. And I want to be as humble as I can be, you know, I don't want to go in there and show up with like lashes on and, and makeup. I want to be that person that people want to, want to speak to. Um, you probably
0: relate to your, um, your clients more because um, you, you come in as being humble and uh, more approachable than it, like you were saying, than coming in all glamor, all, all glamor mode. So
1: Yes, definitely. I and I I'm not against makeup. I definitely do still love makeup. Like for on stage for fashion shows, you want to wear makeup because you know you want your you know you want to stand out, and the camera the light usually washes off everything from your face. So I definitely use makeup. I barely use makeup, but when I go out or when I I'm doing a pageant, yes, I do I do put on makeup, but. Honestly, it's gr- it's great for your skin. A lot of people compliment my skin, and they're like, "What do you do?" And I'm like, "I don't really do anything. You know, I, I sometimes I do face masks and I put serum on my face and I do moisturize my face daily, but I don't do anything fancy. It just my skin is always taking a break because I don't wear makeup as as constant as you know, people think I do.
0: I mean, that's a great that's a great um, suggestion and um, thing to, to to promote. So. I, are you in, would you endorse that that um, if you have bad acne or if if you feel that your skin needs a break, would you encourage people um, for occasionally to not wear makeup and, and let your your pores and your face um, um, relax and and um, and breathe? Yes,
1: one hundred percent. So and for me, like everyone has different skin, but with my skin type. In the wintertime, I do like to wear foundation on my face just to protect my skin because my skin gets very dry and irritated in the winter time. But in the summertime, you know, I... It's like my skin is made for that weather. You know, I, I can take in the sun and I won't break out. But other people do break out. So I try not to wear as much makeup in the summer as I do in the winter. It's just more of... Um, you know, the seasons, what protects my skin and what doesn't.
0: I mean, that's a great, um, a great, some great advice there.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, I, I like to keep it natural.
0: I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. All right, Jennifer, so this is the part of the show where i let you take over and highlight anything that we haven't talked about yet. So what is going on in your life that's important that we need to highlight and talk about?
1: Um, so right now, I'm actually training for Miss Grand United States, which Ooh, I'm really excited exci- for. Exciting, exciting yes that will be it was supposed to be in june but because of COVID 19 it was pushed over to end of august
0: i love it their was, sash me. i love their sash.
1: uh me too i was so excited um i'm I've, you know it's a great system i've heard about it for many years but i've never taken the step or taken the initiative to actually compete and you know, it's my last year competing, so why not? <laughs>
0: and what, so, what what state are you representing?
1: Uh so I actually know the director. Um, I'm going to be representing Pennsylvania. Cool. Um, it's still cool. a new system. Um, and they're intern at the national level. It's not so new, but within the states level, it is. So they're they they do not have that many girls. So they're kind of just like, if you want to represent a state and you feel like you can, then hey, let's go for it. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Are they doing their nationals in Chicago? Because I know they did in Chicago last year.
1: Yes, they are. They're still doing it in Chicago, just a different date.
0: That's awesome. Chicago is, like, such a unique because everyone goes to, like, Vegas and Orlando and California. But Chicago sounds like such a, a really awesome place to go. Have you had the privilege of going going to Chicago yet?
1: I have not. But, honestly, everyone that I've ever spoken to that's been to Chicago – always says positive things about it. Same thing with Canada. I always hear positive things about Chicago and they're like the city's so clean and it's so nice here and there's so much to do and there's so much life and I just can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait to get there. I think I'm even more excited about uh meeting, you know, getting to know the people in the city and learning more about the state itself.
0: I I don't want to offend my New York residents, but it's like a clean <laughs> it's like a clean New York because it has that big metropolis feeling. Um, um, it's got the multiple, you know, I'm I'm a big sports person, so it's got, you know, team, two two football, you know, two baseball teams, a football team, you know, a basketball team. So it has all that kind of stuff. And so, um, yeah, I, I think you'll probably feel very at home.
1: I just, hope so. You know, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, just
0: very Midwest, you know. So they're big about their please and thank yous.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I'll fit in perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um,
0: so I I wanted to really dive into. So, is there anything else that we talked about that we that you wanted to, to bring up? Be- um, uh,
1: one one thing I do want to sure. bring up is like right now with COVID nineteen going on, there are so many families who have lost their jobs, and you know, we. I think we, we came into this whole quarantine thing thinking people will be laid off temporarily, but there are people who are actually being laid off permanently. Um, I do know families who are working under a taxpayer ID and they won't qualify for uh, the stimulus check. So, I you know, I, what, what I want to tell people is just like, you know, we all eat, we all bleed the same, we're all human. If we can help one another, definitely... Um, let's do it and if there's anyone there who has any canned foods that you know they don't want that's just sitting in your cupboards please please donate it to your local food bank um i'm working very closely with the food banks right now and to be honest with you they're really burning low on food and the demand is so high so just you know help each other out um help your neighbor and
0: is there a national is there a national website that you can look up your local food bank
1: Yes. So uh, actually, foodbank.org, I believe, is the website. Uh, Foodbanks.org. It's not foodbank. It's foodbanks.org. You go on there and it has all 50 states and you click on the state that you are in. And then under there, they have all the cities. And then you click on the city and it tells you all of the food banks in the area. So since the demand is so high, they don't even have, well, some of them are have scheduled dates, but some of them just kind of just waive everything. And if you need food, and you need to go into a different city, even if you're not a resident of that city, they're allowing it, because people need to eat. So that's just my, um, something that I want to get out there, the importance, um, there are some people who don't have voices. And if we can help, certainly we should.
0: Uh, I absolutely agree with you. Um, um, that's one of the um, horrible things about having schools out because most kids only get, uh, one meal a day and it's provided by the school. So, um, I encourage you, I, I, I absolutely uh, agree with Jennifer to uh, donate any extra canned food or non perishable items to, uh, to the food bank. Um, so pasta is always a good one to donate. You know, it lasts basically virtually forever and it, and it feeds so much, so many people. So,
1: yes, thank you for sharing that information. Um, I can definitely look into the, the website and give you more information. Are you, you're based out in Maryland, right?
0: Yes, we are. But okay. I would love, you know, I think it's important that we promote this um, time of need to, to everyone in, in the entire country. So um, all of that information will be in the uh, bio information below, along with the way to contact Jennifer. So, um, you know, if you guys um, need those resources, uh, either look in the bio below or just do a short Google search like uh, Jennifer is saying, so.
1: Yes. And I, I'm actually back and forth from Delaware and Pennsylvania um, and New Jersey. So if right now, you know, you have anything that's left over, I have no problem going to your house, picking it up and sending it over to a family who is in need.
0: Well, that, that's such a, um, in a crisis like we have, you're, you're taking such a huge risk and, and I'm sure a lot of people appreciate that because you're putting your life at risk and you don't know, sure if anyone is sick or not and you're you're really trying to help so feed so many people that are starving that could die just because of starving so that's that that's a huge um that that's something to be commended for you're you're taking as much risk um to make sure that people are fed and also your resources of working with them as someone who's a police officer right now and i don't take that um I don't take that lightly so because honestly, we don't know who's sick and we don't know um, exactly how to stop this horrible disease. So I commend you for working and, and being so diligent to uh, want to help people in this need.
1: Thank you. So I actually got the the exact website. Oh, great. Um, it's actually
0: foodpantries.org. Food, food, um, foodpantries.org.
1: Okay. Dot .org, yes. Um, local Salvation Armies are, do food banks all the time. Um, I know food banks here are, um, like I said, they're they're waving. Um, you know whether you're you're in a different city, they're allowing you to come in and just you know take what you need.
0: Yeah, I um, we're in a very um, trying time. I don't I don't know of any other time in our country's uh short existence that something like this has happened that's been so devastating so we need more people like yourself jennifer that are willing to help people so
1: thank you we need more people like you who's promoting um you know these events and and you know all these resources to people um definitely it's a big help because some you know most people don't even know about these websites um just informing the public alone is is a big win
0: well um i think every little thing that either of us can do is always a positive um so um i we this is such a um such a good topic i want to stay on it is there anything else you want to talk about because i I guess i i wanted to talk about some non you know non-important topics but i also want to Make sure that you get everything so is there anything else that um that's really important that that we need to tell tell the folks
1: um as of right now i'm just focusing on the food banks um because this is such a recent crisis um that's my main goal right now mm-hmm. um, but further down the line um you know with mental health awareness um that's definitely a big one for me as well um we we definitely have to find people resources that need them and help these individuals that are struggling with an internal battle um you know that's just a, pretty much what what I like to bring awareness to just you know to help these individuals on a one to one basis
0: are you still signed with an agency
1: a modeling agency yeah. yes i'm signed so does- with
0: Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I'm signed with, um, NYMMG. Does
0: Does that agency play any role in helping you, um, fundraise or promote and and get that or, they They don't take a role like that.
1: That's a good question. Um, I'm not aware if they are. um, But it would actually would be very good to find out. I never thought about
0: that. Because I was just curious to, like, know how when you're working with an agency, like, what kind of role they actually play? Because, you know, know, how does that work for a client? Like, you know, you had gotten signed so young in life. Um, Was there any point where you didn't have an agency representing you? Or did you go from one agency to another and never had a lapse? Because I I have friends that are, like, dying to get signed but they're struggling to to get signed so that's
1: Mm -hmm. um it it honestly depends on the agency um every agency is looking for something different um there are other agencies who you know are they they're not that as strict um I would honestly just say keep trying, um, try local agencies as well. I started off with a local agency and then I moved over to New York MMG, um, Mmg, And honestly, it's been great. Each agency has a different, um, thing that they focus on. So one agency might focus on lifestyle, another might focus on high fashion, modeling, bikini, um, you know, and then others just look at like bridal, like local events, um, those sorts of things.
0: So I guess try to find an agency that focuses on what your best talent is. Is that the shortest way to say it? Yes. Okay. Is there any like like there is for the food bank where there's a directory? Is there a directory when it comes to agencies that that you? Or is that kind of like you just got to know what you got to know who you know to to find out information like that?
1: Um, n- not exactly. Um, most of the agencies I found were actually online. The most recent agency I signed with, um, I met them through the pageant. Um, it, it honestly, it's just more of uh, doing some research, going online, calling up a few places. Um, that, that's definitely and that those definitely
0: exper- a and lot. those experiences have gone well um, by just doing research online you find found that the credibility that they claimed they had was truthful
1: so well, in that sense um, you know it's very good to look at reviews um look at their ratings and um, see you know what other people have to say. Um, you know, don't be afraid to, to see, because at the end of the day, you're going in there because you need something in return. And if you don't feel like that agency will fulfill those needs, then I wouldn't sign with them. No.
0: I mean, that, I mean, I think that's some really good advice, too. So, um, well, is there anything else that you want to talk about, Jennifer? Because I want to keep, I want to hold you to that one hour and not take more of your Easter Sunday away from you, so...
1: Um, that's pretty much it on my end. Um, if you have any other questions, I'd be I'd be happy to no, help. No, uh, I I think so. we had
0: I think we had a great interview, and uh, I I really appreciate you coming on the show. I I wish it was under better um better times, but maybe uh, what you do best it will help to help other people and will spread the word, um and and really help more people. So.
1: For sure. Thanks. Thank you so much for um having me for inviting me on.
0: No, thank you for coming, Jennifer. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and talking about your amazing experiences in your short life. And I am so excited to have the opportunity to uh, to interview you and talk about your. Uh, Experience on the Wendy Williams show and and donating money to the food banks and your experience competing in a national title, um, it it's just an uh, incredible um, short life you've had and just am absolutely fascinated by your positive attitude and we appreciate all of your hard work that you're putting out there. I want to thank everyone for subscribing to the channel the channel continues to grow and we really appreciate everyone out there for listening and really um adding something to the show and and giving us giving us thumbs up and commenting and we appreciate you guys so much please don't forget the show is released on thursday afternoons we also now are releasing it on our ig channel That's associated with my Instagram page, which is MAVPP26. So you can now um, listen to it, but we would really appreciate if you guys can go over to YouTube and Instagram and sign up um, and become a subscriber, both on those channels. And please comment. Your feedback is so important. Uh, give us some feedback give us some stars thumbs up thumbs down positive or negative comments always make the show p- better so we appreciate the momentum don't forget we also have our movie review show with our movie review show with Yvonne Carlos um, we really appreciate you guys listening to that and really enjoying it um, we're really excited to interview to review more. Um, Movies. So we really appreciate all of your guys' feedback on that show, too. So for the Total Focus podcast and the movie breakdown, as always, please stay tuned.